So, as we all know, I am a Simpsons fan. Um, going for almost 700 episodes. There are, of course, going to be some great ones. There are going to be some bad ones. Some are going to be better than others. Um, I know the episode Lisa Goes Gaga, which had Lady Gaga as the guest voice, is typically known to be the worst episode. Um, I really didn't like that one, but I watched that one like years after the fact, so it didn't quite have the same impact on me as it did others. Uh, Principal and the Popper, the one where it turns out Principal Skinner is an imposter. That one has a bad reputation, but taken on its own, I still feel it's a good episode. And of course, there are all the clip shows that don't really count as episodes. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of other episodes that are technically worse than what we just watched. But whenever anybody has ever asked me, Brandon, what is your least favorite episode of The Simpsons? Treehouse of Horror 17 has always been the first one to jump into my mind. And just because it has that knee-jerk reaction with me, I think today we're talking about my single least favorite episode of the entire series. Wow. I hate this episode. Um, and it's unfortunate that it has to be part of our discussions of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. So for everybody listening, you know, have you ever been to a, a... Maybe some people have had this experience. Have, have you guys ever been to a comedy show? Ever got a chance to go see stand-up live? Uh, stand-up live, yes. Okay, yeah. let, yes. We had a comedy club on the cruise ships. So. Okay, cool. Have you ever seen somebody bomb? No. You've never seen anybody bomb? No. Like... Um, outright bomb... No, I I had a different situation happen, but I wouldn't call it a bomb. Okay, so I've seen people bomb. It's painful to watch. Um, and it's necessary for for any comic. Every comic in the history of all comics have bombed and still even continue to bomb as their career goes on. The way that I felt in the audience watching somebody bomb is the way that I feel right now watching this episode. That's that's how I felt about it. That's being kind. I I, I think I'm being kind, but You're but being like kind. but like it's like every joke went for the whole like ah and and, and and just silence. I think it got two Snickers out of me, and I can and actually yeah one quality Snicker out of me that I can think of right now. It was in the third segment, but that's it. And I took a look around when I was watching you guys, and I'm like, there's. It's, I could, if one of us dropped a receipt or a piece of paper, we could hear it. That's how silent it was in this room <laughs> when we were watching that. Yeah. So without any further ado, welcome to the Midwest Horror Network's October 2020 special, where we talk about all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes, the good, the bad, and the ones where you're going to need a shoebox full of blow to get through this dreck. Alright, so let's just get into it. Um, the intro was not terrible. It was pretty much a direct knockoff of the old Tales from the Crypt intro from the HBO series. Going into the castle, going down the stairs. You have sort of that 3D mapped 2D animation 
which I'm sure for the time, this would have been what, 2006? I'm, for, I'm sure for 2006 it would have looked cool. It does look a little choppy now. Um, you have Mr. Burns as the uh, Crypt Keeper, and you have Mo there. He's inside an Iron Maiden, and he hears Mr. Burns and Smithers talking. He's just like, listening to you guys is more torture than the actual torture. Smithers closes the Iron Maiden on him. They have a little back and forth. Moe's blood drips out and spells the title, Treehouse of Horror 17. He makes a snarky comment. Let's go into the first segment now. Who, Whoever, I don't care. It's Married to the Blob. Who wants to talk about Married to the Blob? Oh, that's what it was. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. So a meteor crashes. This little green goop comes out. Homer eats it, which turns Homer into just this consuming monster. So he just goes around the town eating people, eats a bunch of fat people in Hawaiian shirts, and, uh, yeah, that's essentially the whole episode. He just goes around eating people. All right, he also so eats Dr. Phil. This had one accidental funny moment in it, but it has nothing to do with The Simpsons at all. It's just the Hawaiian shirts. It's the Hawaiian that's shirts. That's because that's an inside joke That is us. an inside joke with us. But it, and, and I don't want to give it any credit, but, but that's I do have to get some credit because that means something to us as a group. Yeah, to anybody and, else, it's going to be like, eh. Brandon wears a lot of Hawaiian shirts. So the anytime, it just is a fun little tidbit about anything. Anytime oh. we're watching something together and there's a reference made that is specifically about one of those individual people, we will all turn our heads towards yeah. that person until they acknowledge Like it. with Italians and Mark, it's Hawaiian shirts and Brandon. Like, I, mean, I remember there's like maybe one or two smirks that early in this segment, like I, when he was with the cat. In his stomach, that kind of got a little smirk for me. And I feel like there was one other thing. Um, but then once it goes into the Sir Mix-a-Lot song, oh, that, yes, is, yeah. that oh. is where the episode, this segment just takes a nosedive. And then you have that Dr. Phil where it's like, hey, it's Dr. Phil. Sure. That's not funny. All right. It, it, and it had one snicker for me. Because I try to remain on the positive side. I did one snicker for me when he ate the German guys, and, and the one German guy was like, "Was like, how could this possibly have happened to the German people? What have we done to deserve this kind of mistreatment?" He's like, and they went, "Oh yeah, right, I remember." And, and then he got a little snicker, but that was yeah. it. Yeah, that was it, dude. I don't, I don't remember shit else. Yeah, from it. like I, I've never liked this segment, and the actual animation on the meteor itself looked kind of. It was detailed, and it was more detailed than you usually get. From a Simpsons episodes, I'll give credit there. Um, overall, this one was just—it wasn't funny. Um, like I said, it had a couple smirks, and that was it for me. Um, Homer eating the goo at the beginning—I feel like we talked about this briefly on the last one, where I was saying back in the Ned Zone, even though that one I liked. They really took some liberties with Homer's intelligence on that one. And I feel that moment also took similar... I, I don't feel like Homer would have eaten just goo from a meteorite. There um, would have been some reason and then some yeah. joke that led into it. But, but yeah, yeah no. but just like outright, oh, space marshmallow. I'm going to... Like, ha- have it crawl into a sandwich or something. Like, it's clearly not food. And it's like, Homer's never really been 
Like he, he wanted to just eat something random like that. The uh, one of these days we're gonna have to have like we're gonna have to reach out to somebody in the like who's like a Simpsons historian and go through all these and then like mark the ones that are like terribly bad and try to figure out like I wonder if anything was going on in the Simpsons. I've said this in previous episodes, but I wonder yeah. if this was another contract year. Um, or somebody was renegotiating, Look, or there was a new. You just want to experiment with something yeah. and it just doesn't work. Yeah, sometimes things just don't work. Yeah, um, that's true too. I suppose. Yeah, this one was just it was gross, and it wasn't the fun kind of gross either. No. Um, like, I'll talk about this a little bit more when we do our grossest moment at the end. But my pick for grossest moment for this episode is not fun gross. It's just gross, gross. Um, but we'll get into that later, of course. Um, and then at the end, where he's eating the homeless people, that was just cruel. Yeah, like, you it, know, it, yeah, it felt unnecessarily it. cruel. It, it was just it, like, like, and, and I'm and I'm not one to, like, I'm all down for for like you know dark humor, dark and twisted and like holy shit type of humor. But like, it just. The thing with dark humor, dark humor has to be earned. Yeah. And nothing about this was earned. No. It was just it was just it was just a, a setup for a setup. And I'm like I'm like this is just cheap and like honestly man, like it almost didn't feel like the Simpsons. Yeah. Like it felt like some bullshit sh- animation show that lasted one season because of how shitty it was. This was not good. Um any last things about this one before we move on? Mm, it was torture and this was the first segment. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, David, explain the second hold segment. On. I, the title for the second one is I don't even remember. You got to know when to golem. I uh, assume they were trying oh to do a play on words on you got to know when to hold them. Uh, oh my god. Um, Krusty owns a golem. You put you write down what you want as a command. Scroll. You feed it to the golem. Golem does whatever you. Want him to to do, and um, Bart uses him to bully other bullies, and yeah, that's pretty much it. It's ironically enough another a huge plot device from Halloween Town Part Two, the Calabar's yeah. Revenge. They, they 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 incorporate a golem into that, and it's done way the fuck better in Halloween Part Two than it is here. Yeah. Just basically does you mean Bart's Halloween bidding. Town? Halloween, I'm sorry, Halloween Town. I'm gonna say Halloween Two. No, is no, definitely a better movie than this. But uh, but yeah. you're, I apologize. It's Halloween Town. I would town rather watch it. Rob Zombie's Halloween Two than sit through this Simpsons episode. Yes, Ooh. I agree with Brandon. But that's just a good movie. No, oh, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, um, Golem does Bart's bidding. They try to find a wife for the Golem and make. A woman oh, yeah, and, clay and, and also, and also, he's he's a insert all Jewish stereotypes yep. yeah. character, and so is his wife because you know, friend. Dude, I was I'm pretty dude, yeah. I it's, was I was so fucking out once once you and I went oh no when it when it turned which, out which is a friend, shame because Fran Drescher actually has talent. Yeah, she does. I don't know what what, what the hell's happening in this episode. That that was pretty much it. That's the plot. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like I don't remember any of the things that Bart had the golem do. I mean, um, he had literally the main one was using Principal Skinner as a yo-yo. Oh yeah, that literally was. The and main then one. and then he killed him. Yeah, he killed him. That was pretty much it. 
And then that was the end of it. And then like Chief Wiggum was gonna arrest him at the end. And and then and then he said, You're under arrest for the murder of Skinner and he's like and then the the new wife is like was like, Yeah, well you gotta you know, don't arrest him, we got something, you know, deep fried. Yeah. And he's like, Alright, well that's enough for me. Uh, you could just skip that, Mark. Yeah, like I just I don't <laughs> Like it, like it wasn't it, funny. Yeah. No. Mm. Like I I I got like I literally have nothing about this segment. Like I I'm even struggling to remember specific jokes. Again, like um, okay, it, it's re- really the best thing about this segment has nothing to do with the actual story, and that was at the beginning when Krusty was like, "We're gonna be broadcasting in HD, and here's what I'm gonna look like," and he steps in front of the HD camera, and you can see like all. <laughs> And it's like, that felt like something that could have legitimately been in a regular episode of The Simpsons. And been topical. Because that had nothing to do with any of the Halloween stuff yeah. or supernatural stuff or weird stuff. Like, that that one joke could have been in a regular episode. You know what the funny thing is? That I've said this in previous um, you know segments of, of, of our series, that... Um, that I can, you know, the piece of advice I always give people if you ever want to break down the science of stand-up, watch the stand-up so many times to the point where the jokes aren't funny anymore and then you can start to see the science behind it, like the beats and things like that. Um, a lot of these other episodes that weren't funny, I can, you know, I can see where they were going, I can see, you know, the, the beats of the, you know, like the, ah, isn't that funny? Come on, come on. The, um, I can see that with this man, I can't even see anything. I can't even see like the logic behind half the shit. Like I can't even see like the beats. Like it's just, it's just, it's just, just arrived at, at yeah. nothing. We like, couldn't I just mean, understand anything. Yeah, like, like the second segment was just Jewish stereotypes. It's like, yeah. are, are you even try? Like, there's no, no, there's nothing with any insight. There's nothing that's like, oh, that was clever. It's like a a, a middle schooler would be like, eh, what are you doing, man? Once again, Family Guy did it better. The uh, dude, Family Guy has his fair share of shit episodes too. So yeah, I, it, but at least for the most part, Family Guy is still fucking hilarious. That is a personal bias, but yeah, that's but also the reason being, why I stopped watching The Simpsons actually just Family Guy. The uh, I get it, um, but I'm, I'm not going to say that it, I wouldn't put this as a representation of the entire no. Th- this is no. This is not a representation of like even. Like, there's a special pile of just the worst episodes of The Simpsons. Because, like like we've said, it's nearing 700. Not all of them are going to be winners. No, and it's possible. Law of Averages says some are going to be just outright awful. And this is one of those outright awful ones. To me, it was almost like it didn't even feel like a Simpsons episode. It's like all the writers went on vacation. Yeah. And then they hired, like, the, <laughs> yeah. junior, the juniors. They literally hired, like, a bunch of PAs. To yeah, write, to write the yeah, episode. Yeah, because like with with the blob one, it's like, oh, Homer likes to eat, and it's like it's like some somebody, it's like whoever wrote that's just like Homer likes to eat and just wrote something along that, but has no regard for what his actual personality is. And then this segment is like, oh, it's Jewish stereotypes, but it's like you give none of the like even in the third segment too, none of the characters are ever given an opportunity to let their actual personalities shine through. And I think that's what really turns me off of this one more than anything else. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, this doesn't even feel like Simpsons. No, this is, is 
like the closest thing we got to one of the characters is Homer eating a lot in the first one, and that's oh my goodness, I hate this. Yeah, this, and the second, and actually though, I'm gonna, and I'm probably gonna pick the, you know, I'll get to that later, but I'm probably gonna pick the second one as the worst because at least because at least the first one and the third one, I got a snicker, um, uh, but I, I'm probably gonna end up agreeing with you. Because yeah. like like with this one, I legitimately, I legitimately cannot remember a single thing about this one. It's like there was a golem, Fran Drescher was wasted, and he and and, and he was Jewish. That's yeah. It. yeah, it's there's nothing in this segment, nothing. The um uh, like and then Krusty has a coke problem. Yeah, like you know, but I already knew that. <laughs> like I, I didn't need to get to get told that. Like Krusty's made countless coke jokes throughout the entire run of The Simpsons. Yeah. I, I didn't need to. I didn't need to know anything else. But yeah, it, it, it feels like that they, all the writers went on vacation, and then they, and they, and they, they probably left and went, "Fuck, we're contractually obligated to finish up a, um, a nightmare, you know, a, a treehouse uh, episode before we leave." Uh, we already booked our flights. So let's let's just let the PAs take care of it, and you know, we'll just make it up next season or whatever. Not a big deal. Or maybe this was like this test for their staff writers. If you can do a good job with this episode, you can have a permanent job here. They were not hired. Yeah, I can see yeah. uh, yeah, it. This was... Do, do we have anything else to say about the second segment? No. Because I, I don't. Like, no, there, no. there's nothing... There, like, unlike... Yeah. Like, the last one, we could have talked about the blob a little bit. I, there's nothing to talk about this with this one. All right. Um, segment three. The day the earth looked stupid. Mark... Hell of a title. <laughs> Hell of a title. Um, as Zach said as we were watching it, that's every day. The, uh, <laughs> yep, yep. That's the, the biggest laugh of this episode wasn't even in the episode. <laughs> and even none of us even laughed at what Zach said. Probably because we just wanted to get through this. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. The uh, um, Yeah, that and the Hawaiian shirts, which again had nothing to, to do, do with, with the actual episode. The, um, uh, so... So this is essentially the the true life story of War, War of the Worlds. Um, Orson Welles had a, a radio broadcast where he did a radio show about the War of the Worlds, which has been redone into several different films. Essentially, in in the actual true life story of him doing his broadcast for War of the Worlds, the uh, the whole world went nuts. They actually well, thought it was legitimately mm, real. The, the The story now is blown way out of proportion. Like maybe hey, there are a few people, but it, like it's towns were not rioting like there was nothing like it, it's if you were to watch the actual true life as it's happening it would be pretty unremarkable it's just the, the story is more fantastic than the actual event well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna quote you for a second though don't 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 let a lie get in the way of a good of story a good story and then there's the whole man who shot liberty balance thing when the legend becomes true sure. print the legend, legend exactly. but uh, it's might, might as well just Fair briefly enough. say the true thing was nowhere near but even one percent of what you would believe it is basically this this episode is based on the legendary yeah. version of what happened which is everybody heard the broadcast um and then started to riot and act like idiots i guess a bunch of them decided that that they're only attacking humans so they're going to behave like barnyard animals because that and that's really where i i i checked out and i'm like this there's nothing redeemable yeah. about this at all. And it's like, this goes back to the whole character's person. I think Marge was the one that came up with the barnyard thing. That would never happen. No. Ever. So, so yeah, that, so that, so that happened. And then um, they cut back to Orson Welles, who's actually doing that. And the one snicker I, I, I got was when he was 
signaling over to his sound the guy, the, the sound guy, and um, and he was saying make these sound effects, make the sound effects. And finally, he was like, made some ridiculous requests. Yeah, it was like, the they're, they're grinding up humans, and he's just like, has an egg beater yeah. in the cornflakes. They're riding through the rain on horses, right. yeah, and then he... And, and then it's like, now they're playing the xylophone while bowling next to a thing, and then the Foley guy just holds up a sign, screw, screw you. And, and I'm like, <laughs> and then that was it. Like, that was the one snicker yeah. that it got out of me. I'll agree with that. And then all of a sudden, it tracks over to Kane uh, and Kodos. Uh, who you know? Who are once again pseudo? They're better placed than they have been in the past. It's not. They're they're part of the story. They're not tacked on. Correct. Well, that um, doesn't mean it's good. Correct. So they say foolish humans. You know they think you know um, now all their guard is down. So now we're gonna really invade, and then they actually invade. Um, Orson Welles comes. To um, uh, you know, to say, hey, this is real, and they don't believe it. Chief Wiggum gets his life force and everything sucked out of him, and then ends up to be just skin. Yep, which that did look kind of gross. When it, it, it was. I probably picked that as one of my more, more grosser moments of the of these uh, segments. Uh, and then, um, and then they decided to make a political statement about how this is related to the Iraq War. Because that's just nice and topical, and, and that's what you want to see in your comedy sketch. Like, a very you, uncomfortable reference to the Iraq War, it, the, and how they had massive, massive weapons of destruction. Um, and, I, and I went, I went, wow. If the silence in the room wasn't deafening enough, oh, but, that joke just sucked all the oxygen out of the air. And dude, and it's, it, you know what the hilarious part is? It, not hilarious, haha, but ironic. Is it sucks? It sucked the air out of the room in 2020. I couldn't imagine what it fucking did in 05 or 06 or whenever the hell this came out. This would out. have been 06. I this think. would have been 06. Like I can imagine what that probably was like. written in 05, aired in 06. So you know, was. this was. And then it just ends on that landscape for like a good 30 seconds, of nothing happening, and like maybe a landmine explodes. And and then it plays. I want to set the world on fire, which. Didn't, which made me want to end my viewing of this thing, and then go play Fallout. Yep. Um, uh, like that's, I literally turned to Zach. I'm like, it's like, it's like, dude, I want to go play, and he's like, Fallout, and I'm like, yeah, we're both thinking the same thing, and I, and I, and I'm like, I was like, wow, like, it, it, and it just sucked the air out of. There, there's a everything. way to satirize the situation, and I'm and I'm always down for. Yes. I'm I'm down for all any type of comedy. Is I have a very simple rule about comedy. Did it make me laugh? Yeah. That's it. I have laughed at things I agree with. I have laughed at things I disagree with. And it, funny is funny. It, I, and, I'm, and I'm always for funny is funny. It's very, very, very black and white. But when you choose to... You, you know what? And it, okay. it, it didn't help that this segment, that that joke was following... Three dead air segments. Yep, that And helped. then it just comes in with that. And, and here's the problem, though. When you sacrifice the humor to make a point, you've already lost your audience. That's it. Like, you know, that's, and that's the, you know, ver, you know written in yeah. verse right there. It, that, that actually reminds me of a story my dad told me once. Um, he has these couple friends. Um, they, they love going to concerts. Mm-hmm. Huge concert goers. And they said one of their favorite concerts that they've ever been to is Meatloaf. He puts on a fantastic show. Hell yeah. Audience was into it. 
one of their least favorite was Phil Collins. Because <laughs> even though Phil Collins, Phil Collins has some good music, what made, what made them not like his actual live concert performance is they said literally half the time he was up there, in between the songs, he would just talk about politics. It would kill the mood of the entire show. Like, literally, he would just stop the show to talk about politics in between songs. And that's not why people paid to go to a Phil Collins concert. Correct. And this is not the reason, not the place to, you know, yeah. people, people watch mean, The Simpsons to be And I mean, Simpsons can satirize Hell yeah. a, a lot of stuff. And they have. And they've done it well before. This was not done well. The um, I would be very interested to, and I, I know I'm going to put Brandon in a um, uh, fact-finding curiosity. I'd be very interested to see if this is different, like this is different writers or has even more like writers than it normally does on an episode because that's what it feels like. It feels like that that probably the main writers just set it up and then went on vacation and let yeah. Let the rest I'm of not going to do too much of a search, but while I am checking the IMDb, uh, David, Zach, do you guys have any thoughts on this one? There's only one credited writer for this whole episode. Oh, that's even worse. This episode's bad, but it's just as bad as most of the other episodes, in my opinion. There's nothing that really separates this episode from most of the others. I couldn't, couldn't, I can't disagree with you more. There, and again, you. You like laugh. I said, Homer's a fucking idiot. That's beside the point. Like, that first episode, you say he's not that stupid in other episodes. I have failed to see that. Now, I know I don't watch most of the Simpsons episodes, but almost every episode Go- Go- I see... Golden Age Simpsons. He is a fucking moron. He's not smart, but he is not the idiot, duh, duh, jerk-ass Homer idiot. <laughs> jerk-ass. That's so many people... Jerk-ass Homer is the actual term fans is it, use. Is it, yes, it is. Really? Find any hardcore Simpsons fan and ask them, is jerk-ass Homer a thing? They will tell you yes. Dude, Peter's a legal retarded. Yeah, I know, but at least he's still smarter than Homer. No, And at least he's funny. They're they're both idiots. um, Don't don't get me wrong. Peter's an idiot. He's still smarter than Homer. uh, It's like, I'm not saying Homer was ever smart. (laughs) But he has always... But Golden Age Homer has at least had an awareness of... The life around him, his family, his job. Like, he's not this empty headed buffoon. I get that. And the, it's some, something, I don't know which season off the top of my head, but just somewhere he became the Homer that you see him as. And that's not the real Homer to any true Simpsons fan. Fair enough. Yeah. The, and I, the um, Homer we got in this episode is somebody's. Somebody who's never seen an episode before, their interpretation of that Homer. Yeah, that's even worse. That's even yeah. more. That's e- that's even more funhouse mirror. Yeah, I'd rather watch this episode again than watching a twenty four's Ghost Story or Maximum Overdrive. So it wasn't that bad. A twenty four's Maximum Overdrive. Yo, they wish they made that fucking movie. Yeah. The uh, yeah. I'll the- shoot myself. I had to watch this episode again now. The, it was bad. Eh, still not as bad as the Raven. But anyway, but it, but it was it was interesting because I was like, oh, this is how Zach sees everything, every Simpsons episode. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it's true. I, put on, I put on the Zachary Smith fucking glasses for an hour. Welcome, like, what I have to do. It was twenty-two minutes, Mark. Like this poor it's guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it not felt what it, like an hour. That's not what it fucking feels like every time we do this. 
All right, all right. Um, any last thoughts on segment three before we do our wrap up? Uh, just wrap it up. Okay. Uh, funniest moment, Foley guy. Void. I'll Next accept question. it this time. They, uh, David, Mark, do the screw you sign, like, and that's barely. Yeah. Wait, what was the screw you sign? Foley, Actually, don't answer guy. that. Keep going. No, no. When he when the, when the sound when he went made oh, the sound sure. guy All right. Shit. Next question. Mine was the actual oh. intro because one of the. Needles when Mo got um, was being tortured. Oh, the right nipple spike. Yeah, it was, it was dull. Felt a little dull, and <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Scariest, creepiest, or most suitable for this episode, grossest moment. Void. I'm gonna no. This is a lot of examples that you can use, dude. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna say. Would you accept disturbing as well? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the fucking homeless thing, man, because that was disturbing and the more i think about it the more it fucking bothers me like it just it, it just it felt extremely mean-spirited yeah. and and it's, con- it's like and kind of horrifying that is that would have been right at home in like a soylent green spoof all right do you know soylent green i don't so basically soylent green takes place in this future where the earth is just so overpopulated just full of garbage and there's this food that's being sold that is this insanely popular called Soylent Green. And basically the twist ending is Soylent Green is actually people. So the government is rounding up people into these camps, killing them, processing them into food, and using it to feed an overpopulated world. Jesus. Fucking God. Yeah, they like, it just, it just, it was, it was just disturbing. Incentive-based yeah. eugenics, people. Mine is going to be the intro. Mo getting tortured and blood comes out just because the intro is my favorite part of the episode. So everything that we have is going to be picked from the intro. Zach? Void, next question. For this episode, I'll accept it. (laughs) Uh, Mine is at the beginning after Homer ate the uh, goo and it escapes from his nose and he just sucks it back into his nose. Yeah, that was nasty. Escapes from every orifice is in his head and he sucks it back that was just gross and it wasn't fun gross but it it was gross um worst segment of the episode two two void next question nope no you gotta pick one this time the whole damn thing nope nope it doesn't really matter which one you choose. That's the thing. They're, They're all terrible. Really yeah. That's the like, fucking problem. But one had to be worse than the others. No, Somehow. they don't. They'd be equally fucking I'm terrible. I'm going to go back to the reason why I, I picked two, which was, which was at least in the first and the third one, I had at least one snicker, but two, nothing. I'm going yeah. with two as well, just because I, I don't remember a single thing about it. He's not wrong. It wasn't funny. I didn't even remember what the fuck. T- I didn't remember two or one. Dude, like literally a golem was. and Jewish stereotypes. That's it. Yeah. Fuck it, too. Move right. on. Unanimous. Um, yeah. Favorite. Void move on. Least worst segment. Three by default? I don't know. Void move intro. on. David says intro. Void move the on. Intro. I'm going to go with one. Even he Three. doesn't believe that. I, I don't even, I mean, <laughs> even he doesn't believe it. I came I, again. Just fucking say it. Void. Move on. Intro. <laughs> Those are all ah. the choices, Brendan. You can't choose all of them. 
You can't like piecemeal and then eventually e- equals out to be the whole episode. Yes, you can, Brandon. Don't let like, Mark be a right. bad influence on you. Because like three is the best core concept of them. But three also ended with, as we said, sucking all the oxygen out of the room. And that makes me not want to pick three. Whereas one... Was consistent? It was consistently off. I, I ah. did have that tasteless Save joke. Save Brandon. Save Void. I hated yeah. them all. They, void, move on. There you go. Just say it. Say Fucking intro. Fucking say it. Because I seriously thought that the episode would have been great. Because it started off great with that intro. Traditional treehouse. I, I don't ever want to hear the word great in this episode in the same sentence, David. Tough shit, Mark. I agree with Mark. Intro. Intro. Yay, we figured <laughs> it out. We arrived somewhere. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, this may actually be my least favorite episode of the entire series. And you made us watch it. Um, well, it was one of the Treehouse of Horrors, and as much as I don't like it, I'm standing by what we said we're going to do. We could have literally put Void Move On as a skit, and it would have been funnier than this fucking episode. <sighs> I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that, because it is true, but at least we stuck to our principles. We did it. We got through it. Everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Midwest Horror Network. Dude, they saw the title and they said, fuck you. That's what's happening. If you're still listening, thank you very much. You got to hear our thoughts. Yay. Thank you for braving it with us. No, you got to hear these two complain for about however long this fucking podcast turns out. This is easily one of our shortest ones out of this little series we're doing cool and zach Um, Zach already committed emotional suicide halfway through i committed emotional suicide the moment we started this fucking idea okay (laughs) anyway thank you for listening you can hear our regular podcast the nightmare podcast wherever you listen to podcasts don't forget to look us up on social media on youtube instagram facebook and at midwest horror network and, of course, if you're over on YouTube, make sure you click that subscribe button and that little dingy bell to make sure that every time we post a video, you are notified about it. Thank you so much. And remember to tell your aunts, brothers, sisters, uncles, best friends all about the Midwest Horror Network. Thank you so much for uh, braving, us, uh, braving with us through this train wreck. And we'll see you tomorrow. Try to have a happy October 17th.